T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This hour of James, Wiggy, and Hart is brought to you by Rhino Shield. It's James and Wiggy with Andy Hart. James, Wiggy, and Hart on Sports Radio WEEI. Eduardo, Eduardo Rodriguez had a rehab, uh, rehab outing, and you do, typically, I think you do, I don't know if it was in this in this setting, but you do sort of a recap of the game and you have to comment on it, right? Right, it came popped up on the screen, and because we're worried about, you know, when's he coming back, how was his first appearance, and they threw up the numbers, and I said a quick, oh, yuck. You know, just a, just, just reactionary, really. It's not like I'm trying to stick it to Erod. Not at all. I mean, that's just, you know. But I don't, you'd have to ask, you know, the, the guy that got upset about what set him off. Because, you know, I only go by what he said later. And then he wanted to talk to me about a month later. So, I, I mean, I, I get confused here. I don't want to sit around and talk about what I said, what I think he was mad about. It'd be like you know throwing stuff against the wall i really don't know but obviously he doesn't uh like my act well that was rob radford uh one-on-one with dennis eckersley the hall of fame relief pitcher uh guy former member of the boston red sox of the nesson broadcast team and the story that will not go away this is wiggy hart and james on weei this came about yesterday because the boston globe chad finn uh, did a feature on Dennis Eckersley, and uh, Chad Finn got a quote from Eck, and he asked, obviously, about the whole situation that went down between him and David Price. And then Eckersley quoted on David Price, a quote, I don't plan on saying a word to him. I don't plan on seeing him. Never. I don't really give a expletive one way or another. I don't think he really cares one way or the other. Well, then, and this is according to Chad Finn, I'm quoting here, WEEI.com. Al Dreamer picked up the story, aggregated it, which is what done in today's media. Yep. And, ah! and it became <laughs> something that blew out proportion, but not really as much as EI, but because of the reaction by David Price. EEI tweeted out something about this, and David Price tweeted at EEI seven, uh, like, LOL, laughing ass off faces. And then he got a little sort of defensive about the whole situation and why this still be, is an act. And then David Price said, quote, because Eck needs attention, exclamation points. Same as every broadcast. Ha ha. Eight pitches are thrown, and he's sitting there talking about something he did 30 years ago with zero mention of what's going on. Well, first of all on that, you know why, David Price? Because maybe you take 45 <laughs> seconds or about a minute and a half in between yes, pitches. No question. That can talk about something that happened in the days when he was playing with Sal Bando. If baseball broadcasts <laughs> do not have guys like Eck, they're right. toast. They are yeah, toast. Yeah, toast. They are three-plus-hour right. games right. where you have a lot of time that needs to be filled with some entertainment, and Eck has a wealth of stories. Right. He sure. throws three pitches in the time it takes David Price to throw one. <laughs> Doesn't it? Right. See, that's what I think the issue is here. There's other underlying... Right. It's not just the yuck. Yeah, it's, it wasn't just yuck. There's other stuff at all oh, here. They, yeah, they don't like each other. Right. And their styles are different. That's fine. There's, you know, I think Eck has probably evolved... My guess is Eck over the years had different sort of styles and personalities. He realized that was part of this story, this feature, which had, I think it was 3,500 words. And I actually don't even think it's out yet, right? Isn't it part of the Sunday? It's going to be the Sunday. This Sunday yeah, Globe magazine. That's right. It'll be out, but it's out online. You can read it. You can go to EEI.com and link on over as we get yeah. involved with this story. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of layers to Eck being cocky, brash. Yeah, and, but we you know, don't see what's all of that. is weird. And I think you, you, you see David Price kind of say something about that like where he can be like X seems a little hypocritical because he brought up the Stroman thing when he you know he did right. and, and, and I would agree made, on that that made, is hypocritical and, and we know, all are hypocritical at times yeah. right so I, I think the thing that David Price is looking at and this is what 
that I look at, and I say, all right, well, you know what? David Price, it, he spoke about it, and he said he was wrong on how he handled the initial airplane uh, thing. But you also did that, heard that clip with Eckersley and Bradfoe. He said he did want to talk to me a month later. Yes. And then we find out from uh, yesterday when we heard Price say, hey, listen, I reached out. I was supposed to meet with him. I wanted to apologize. I showed up a couple hours early to the ballpark. He never showed up. So... Price is probably like, listen, I wanted to squash this beef with him. He, like, you know, doesn't show up. So that's basically like, you know, him sticking his middle finger up and telling me to kick rocks. Bleep you. Yeah, and then I continue to talk about it and continue to tell the media, hey, I made a poor decision. I was wrong initially. And then when this uh, this comes out, he then says, you know what? I'm done talking about this, but I'm going to tell you my side of the story and why I'm so upset. And I'm, I'm on Price's side. Well, I know you are, and that's where I think that, like, here's a guy, and you said this before, well, it doesn't matter. i, I got to state the whole thing. David Price, I'm giving him credit. He's the reason the Red Sox won their fourth World Series in 15 years mm-hmm. last year. He's the real World Series MVP. Right. That being said, I will look at, when, you, you, when it's all said and done here, whenever he leaves here in Boston and his career is over, um, unless he changes this trajectory... This what this is two years old and now it's become a story after the guy already delivered a title and paid off the dividends that Dave Dombrowski and John Henry giving him thirty one million years. So my thing is this: if I'm David Price and you're making that kind of money and you delivered for the most voracious fan base in sports, why do you care today? Because he's still at the at, at, at the at the end of it. He's, no, he's thin he's, skinned. Well, yeah, he and is he hates thin, that. He is thin skinned. And, and he, he hates Boston. And he's not a fan on. of Eckersley. And like he said, you know, I'm a grown ass man, right? So when X says the things that he says and he takes he takes to it and he doesn't like it, with with the quote that we we saw when X like, I don't give a bleep about it. David Price, we know he's sensitive. We know he's looking at it and go, you know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to defend myself. Well, how about this? I'm you... a, I don't care how much money okay, I make. H- You're not this? just going to say anything that you want and think that you can get away with it and me not respond to you. And I think that's what we've seen with David Price. But that's the business Eckersley has to learn. He should have said when he was asked about this by Chad Finn, he should have been like, listen, that's in the past. I moved on. Well, he kind of did. I think that's where... He, no, he again, I he see, threw some little nuggets. I know, in there. but I don't think he cares. I don't care. But We've moved on, kind of thing. Yeah, now but, he said it in a way that you don't care for. Right? You think he put a little too much? Yeah, he put a little spice bit of, or put a little that yum yum sauce on. Yeah. So maybe he could <laughs> a lot have done of that yum better. yum sauce there. But then you have the flip side where Price attacks him with the whole MLB documentary thing, oh, right. which is and now extending the story either, yeah. even further because now people are looking into what Price said. Right. Right. Oh, what documentary? Is it true? Is it not true? Right. And guess what? David Price wrong again. Correct? Well, well I, I mean, I, I don't know because I didn't see... Well, I have the, a headline here. The MLB MLB document. documentary features 20 clips of six former teammates praising Eckersley, proving Price's claim... Ken Laird. Do we have we have the let's let's play De- uh, David Price yesterday saying that nobody's talking nice about Dennis Eckersley on his own documentary? The fact that he wanted to move on, and since then he's went on the radio and talked about it. He's done it again um, in 2017. I addressed it. Uh, told you guys in front of the camera that I wish I'd have handled it differently. I did it again in 2018 in spring training on day one. Said the same thing. We had a meeting set up in 2017 here at the field. Got here early, an hour and a half, two hours after I get here. Uh, they come and tell me that he's not coming. And we had a meeting. He backed out. I was going to tell him. You know, I apologize. I didn't handle it the right way, and it continues to come up. There's, there's no hey, reason hey, for Ken, it. Can you Honestly, stop it right there, real quick? Can you stop it right there? Because don't you think if Eckersley shows up right there, where he says if he shows up to this meeting. They sit down, they talk about it, they're able to hash out their their differences. Uh, David Price apologizes to him and goes, listen, I'm sorry about how I handle it. Eck maybe goes, listen, I understand that, the frustrations. Don't you think the relationship then changes? It, right it, it could have. Well, well, hold on. It, it could have. It would have changed. But, but Wiggy, well, right why, why does Eckersley need to seek Price out when Price and Dustin Pedroia reportedly were the yeah, ones? He, he, well, I don't know who sought each. Uh, uh, I, don't I don't know who what the I'm saying. Did, person to wait, seek wait, each Dennis other? Eckersley from Jump did nothing wrong at no, the no, beginning. But right. No, no, but, but then Price he was knew a, that. 
ambushed. Right. Every, everybody but, agrees. But Price knew that, and that's why Price this me- this meeting was set up. And Price goes, "Listen, I want to apologize." Now, right? So regardless if he ambushed them or not, or the, he's he's saying now, David Price, a month later, I want to meet with Act to apologize. What if they fight? A month but, later. But, but he's, no, listen, I'm being but, serious. But, but, if he well, felt attacked, remember in the story originally, you know, Eckersley kind of tried to respond and he said, like, move your ass. Like, he may have felt threatened. And by the way, in this latest quote. Do you really believe quote, that, Andy? Why not? You really believe that? You don't that? know when somebody feels threatened. I could feel threatened right now. No, He's staring at me. Wiggy, we, let, let's, let's pick up where we left off on what David Price had to say yesterday about Eckersley. He had an unbelievable career, 25 seasons. He's a Hall of Famer. I saw his special on MLB Network. It was cool. One thing that definitely um, stood out to me, he had zero former teammates in that interview. Not one. Talking about him. It was him talking about himself. If anybody ever does a special on me after baseball, I won't need to go on that interview. I will have former teammates. I will have former coaches. They can all vouch for me. He didn't have that. And to me, that is, um, that's all you need to know. That, that tells the entire story right there. You know, my teammates will vouch for me. My coaches will vouch for me. He doesn't have that. Okay, Mark McGuire, Bruce Hurst, Ron Darling, Jerry Remy, Fred Lynn, Ray Fossey, and his former manager who turned him into a reliever, Tony Larusa, all spoke on X behalf. And not yeah, all of it was flattering. Fred, what did Fred no, Lynn I, I say? Get, I mean, not, you, you make it sound like they no, were speaking like he was a great team. No, I know. And, and not all of it was flattering. Fred Lynn, uh, we, we got, I believe, the Fred Lynn sound on that, Ken? Hated him. Hated him. He's pretty arrogant. So okay, all right. So that so now you said six speak six people spoke on his behalf. All right. So we know one didn't like him. Now I didn't see the I didn't see the special, but we probably are getting. Or I would say David Price is probably getting in his air in that clubhouse, probably saying, "Hey, listen, word on Eck is when Eck played, no one liked him. He was this, he was that, he wasn't well liked. You know, he was an a hole, right? So David Price then." You know, he, he's getting this information from whatever minions are giving it to him. And he says, yeah, in the special, you know what? Nobody even likes it, Eckersley. And that, that's why he throws well, that Why, ball why do you there. keep defending? I, I, mean, I know you're a former pro athlete, but why do you yep. defending David Price here? Because Fraternity. I don't, I don't Fraternity. think. Fraternity. No, yeah. no, no, it's not yeah, about no, it. I didn't, I didn't it play, really is. I didn't play Major League Baseball. No, no, I know, but it's no, like, you're it's all pro, together. You're no, all. No, yeah. I, I don't. Well, well isn't Dennis Eckersley a former player? Yeah, he is. But for some reason, you've cut ties on him. We don't like it. But no, I know you're his colleague at Nesson. No, no, I, I like Eck. I, I have love no, Eck. I have no problem with Eckersley. I think when I look at the situation, right, and I'm evaluating the situation as a, com- uh, you know, a complete observer, objective observer, I feel like this. David Price was wrong in the beginning, but then he wanted to apologize. And Eck didn't want to meet with him for whatever reason. And then this thing fostered and lingered. And Price kept saying, I was wrong, I was wrong, I was wrong. And now we get this for, uh, from yesterday from David Price going, listen, I was wrong about the situation. I've been remorseful about it. It all comes down to people not liking David Price because of all the other stuff, and that's why they're Wiggy, painting Wiggy, the Wiggy, Because they, if it was Chris hold, Sale, no one, okay, everybody wh- wh- would be like— So are you implying because Chris Sale's white? No, it has nothing okay, to do with Okay, race. so what I'm saying if is— If it was Mookie Betts, no, okay, no one would have okay, an issue uh, Okay, with. David Price has been a bag— to be nice, since he's been here, the way he's handled the media, the way right. he, and and so that's the perception of so, it. so it's the reality. Oh, but the perception of this situation of 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 him want to apologize. Oh, but, but, but Andy Hart said this earlier, right? It was if good. The, if, it was very good. If Eckersley goes, I tried to talk to Price a month after that, and I showed up to the ballpark, and he come to find out he doesn't want to talk to me. Are we not ripping? David Price because he doesn't show up. He doesn't Correct. have to sit down with. But now, when Price when Price says I showed up and he doesn't, everybody's like, "Well, you know, Eck, well, he can't show up. What if he's feeling threatened? What if it's a hostile situation?" Now it's can no you big, blame him after being ambushed outside the team? No, no. But can you blame him with the way he was? A month later, he, he wants to, he wants to sit down. Right? If, like I said, if the roles were reversed, we would be killing David Price because we don't like David Price because of some of the things that he said. Here, here's the one thing, and um, this was just a quote, and I'm paraphrasing here, but um, uh, David Price came out when this incident initially happened two years ago and said something to the extent of, you know, some people just don't understand how tough it is these days and what it's like to be, you know, a pitcher in baseball. And basically, <laughs> talking about. 
Eck pitched a quarter of a century in Major League Baseball. He yeah, but he, he won a thirty se- years ago. No, that's like so, saying so. So what? That, that's so like, what? That's like uh, that's like so me. Would that take like, away? No, no. That's like that's like me. So saying, the Magic and Bird. No, no. But that's like me talking about guys who play right now. And a guy goes, well, he doesn't know what it's like. Of course, I don't know what it's like. I played fifteen or whatever. How many years ago? Ten years ago. The the game has changed. And so when you think about the last time. Ed Pitched, it's twenty five. I mean, thirty okay, years ago. Okay, fair enough. So the game is completely I different. I, I understand. For but, David but, Price. but don't say, don't say that he doesn't know it. He pitched a quarter of a century. He right. won a Cy in a Young. Different era. He, won, he won a World Series. He's done things that he's already enshrined in Cooperstown. He had his best in friend on era. the Cleveland Indians sleep and 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 basically steal his wife. Right. His brother was involved in an incident uh, in in something. But what does that have to do with baseball? But he's right. gone let's to, just stick to baseball. No, no, right. okay, baseball. He was a starter. He was right. traded. He's the he was second best. Out. He right. had no juice right. in his arm. He became right. a closer. Right. He had highs. He had lows. He gave up the most historic home in the modern right. era. He's the second best relief pitcher in baseball okay. history. Okay. So what what's your point? Like thirty no, no, years but that's, ago, but see that's the highs. He right. saw the lows too. Right. He dealt with that's stress. But in David, now I know but it's in a different David world. Price's world in David Price's world that he's playing, it's a different era for what Eckersley saw. He's not. He said David Price said he was a great pitcher, but it's completely different. It's no. It's no different than me saying, "Oh man, these guys got it easy nowadays in the NFL." Right, they got it easy because of training camp and the right. practice schedule. But you can say that you have that cachet to be able to say that. But they'll look at it and go, "Listen, you might think it's easier, but we deal with a lot more stuff." Yes, yeah, so, 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 yeah, so, whatever media, it may whatever. be, okay. it's a different era. That's Fair all enough. I'm saying. All right, let's grab some phone calls on this. Usad Yon, Eckersley, or Price six one seven 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 nine seven nine three. Eck all the way for me. <laughs> and it's it, not it, a racial thing, uh, is it, Wiggy? Because uh, we, we got to tiptoe that line too. Because people are going to be like, "No, white hosts are back in Eckersley." No, no, no. Wiggy, right? oh, oh, you're saying uh, is it a racial issue for no, the no, host, the host in our support no, no. of the w- uh, Wiggy's, uh, Wiggy's one of the only people on an island back in David Price. So kudos, like forget, forget Wiggy. He's well, the one, no, he's one of the guys that yeah, like absolutely I'm back. back. I, I, and and your colleague at Nesson is is uh, Dennis Eckersley. Let's right, go to I Mike. No issue with Eckersley, Mike and but I'm back in Price. Hey, what's up, Mike? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, um, somebody was saying before, like, oh yeah, Price. You know, he shouldn't be bothered by when people talk trash. I remember, like, I forget when it, what it was, but Eckersley freaked out when they were, first off, they wouldn't even say anything bad about him on EEI, and he called up and he, he went ballistic. Yeah. Oh, Wasn't that go. with uh, Dick Raditz? I don't know. Remember when there was, was that old call, and yeah, uh, they got into a thing, and he called in. I forgot the exact oh, details, but he, got, he, he was saying hard put all a Dick Raditz reference. That's pretty impressive, he, Andy. But, so he should know better. Like, David Price is sensitive. I was saying, I got to be careful on how I word things. Right? If you got if you got Eckersley yeah. calling if you got like Mike says, if you got Eckersley calling in radio shows Well oh, well that was one time. But Mike You are now. beyond your fucking age. That's it right there. That's Eck calling in, swearing. You old yeah. bastards got a lot of nerve. Wow. Dick Rat. They didn't say anything personal either about, about Eckersley either. They were talking I guess they were talking about like how like relievers are nowadays as opposed to the old days and he mm. freaked out. Right. So okay. All right, all right that's fair, why, fair enough. That's why, said, that's why I said that. But he would never, but he never, the one thing, Wiggy, you can never get over this is that Eckersley never, like, went up to Mari or a, a current player or whatever while he was playing and attacked him or a well, former player. Well, we but that's know. details. He called in and attacked right. a former player. Right. Right. So he, he had that opportunity he and he did chose the same, to use He it. did the same thing that David Price did just in a different setting. All right, Brian and Pembroke, you're up next. What's up, Brian? I have hated David Price since the Red Sox signed him. I hated him after the World Series with the Trump card crap. And here's the thing, guys. When you make a mistake and you wrong somebody, you're the one who needs to seek out that person. Why is he waiting on X to come find him? Well, we don't go know that, X, Brian. We don't, Brian, Brian, we don't know that. We All we know is that there was a meeting set up. Maybe Price could have been the one that initiated it. All we know that there was a meeting set up and X decided not to show up. But, Wiggy, a meeting was set up. Don't. It doesn't need to be a meeting. I know. Find the guy. I'm yeah, sure. Well, that, well that's what it. That's what, he, that's what it was. Like, hey, I, hey, I, I, I'd love to meet you at the stadium. I'll be here a little bit early. When I mean a meeting, I don't mean actually in a conference room. It do, all we know is that Price said there was a sit down or a, a a a opportunity for them to talk so he could apologize, and Eck decided right. not to show right. up. 
Hey, here, here's like, the here, here's the difference. Like Brian said, was the first thing he said. I well, hate David Price. Here's here's the difference. Let me just let me just say this. Do you have, do you see Clayton Kershaw? Do you see mm-hmm. Christian Yelich? Aaron Judge, John Carlos. Do you see Aaron Judge and uh, John Carlos Stanton having issues with John Sterling or Michael K? No, they're not. I don't know. I they're don't not. follow. You know why? Them deeply no, enough no, to know. Be, I don't no, live in New York. We, no, but we would know if there were. The bottom line is this is a how David Price issue. Of, how many people outside of Boston really know about David Price and Dennis Eckersley issue? Oh, this is a, it this became this a national a, story a couple years ago. No, I don't think this is an, a national national story. But oh, it did a couple years ago. You can't compare. One player to the another, uh, the other players based on how they handle things, or the broadcasters. I'm right. not sure John Sterling goes yuck about anything. Right. With the Yankees. Well, I'll tell you, Keith Hernandez and Ron Darling are very yes. critical of the Mets. Yes. So who knows uh, if they ever had situation with with former players? I bet they have. Players? Right. So you can't compare guys. You can't go like everybody goes. Oh, like they did it with Kyrie Irving this year. Well, Chara's a great leader. Why can't Kyrie? Well, Chara's been here. He's almost 40 years. He's 40-something years yeah. old. Kyrie's 26. Chara's been here forever. You cannot compare players because every player is wired differently. All right. We'll continue to get take your phone calls on this. Usad Yan, Ecker Price, 617 Where are my Price fans seven, at? There's got to be one out there. Three, seven. Nobody's on Am Price's side. Wiggy you're, Island. You're a Wiggy Island all Jeez. by yourself. But first, we have a trending with Ken Laird. The home of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick every Patriots Monday. Boston Sports Station. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Fourth major is underway in Northern Ireland. This is golf now, Wiggy. Okay. Top four, of the morning they play to four you. Four days. Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods. Four days. Not yet. Four days. No this Tiger yet. One. No Tiger yet. Tiger tees off at 10-10. But I want Tiger. An eight on the first hole for Rory, the betting favorite. He has Ooh. stabilized a bit. He's three over through 10, but still... Well off the lead, four under par. Have you ever heard of Shane Lowry, an Irishman, or Dylan Fratelli from South Africa? Those two share the lead. Nope. Fratelli. Now four under par. Sounds like he's from, he's from, sure he's from, not from Italy? Fratelli? Sounds like it. Right. Red Sox hung on for a 5-4 win over the Blue Jays last night. Couple of uh, tough moments late. Bullpen hung on. Though the blowpen, how about 45 pitches yeah, for did Brandon you see Barnes, oh, Barnes was in there. Barnes was right good. Kindler? He was good early. Oh, oh they were trying to blow it, Ken. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep, uh, and they somehow found a way to win thanks to Rafael Devers, who had an extra RBI in the eighth to give them a cushion. They needed it. Also, a homer, a two-run double, 25 RBIs against the Jays this year. Erod with win number 11. Getaway day today. You've got Loomer Loading joining Joe Castiglione and Dale Arnold for the call. Chris Sale day. A lot of Chris Sale talk Ooh. yesterday. Big spot. Oh, yeah. Here today. Could, could it be the fourth straight Chris game? Frail? No, he's no, going to be fine. He had a group intervention oh, okay. out at the bullpen. Okay. Everything's did you, did, fixed. Did you see most of the guys were looking out at the field? They're, Every, they're, they're, oh, no, yeah. yeah. So will this be fixed. the fourth straight game that Chris Sale allows five Chris in Frail. row? No. I'll take frail the under. Or, what are you calling him? Frail. Now? Three frail. runs, Well, 10 pretty K's. soon, Wiggy's going to, like I said, sometimes you take the R way, it's Chris Fail because he's failing. Okay. Three starts for Sale before the trade deadline. So this could make the decision for them. Buyers or sellers. Avaldi expected to be ready for the weekend. Alex Cora was uh, informing OMF yesterday afternoon. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Re- rehab today and could be back by the weekend. Well, it's about time. Soon well, to mean, get his first career save. That would be yeah. what, like two week, two weeks after the All Star break. <laughs> well, it won. You know, it's, it, it, it's, right. it's been nearly over a month since they announced it. Yeah, but they said he'll be back sometime after the All Star yeah. break. They gave us no time. Yeah, the end right. of the season is sometime after the All Star break. Right. 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 Hey, we didn't give you a date. <laughs> By the way, you do know he does not want to come out of the pen. You do know that, right? He wants know. to be a starter. How, did you, you talk to him? No, that's what the, the reports are. Like, he signed to be a starter, not coming out as a reliever. So we'll see how this works right. out. The season's been going so well so far. And Danny Ainge unveiled Plan A yesterday. Kemba Walker and Enos Cantor, numbers 8 and that, 11. Oh, you, you just said it. You just pulled a mutt. I said Enos. said Enos, not Anus. Is it Ennis? It's Enos. As long as it's not Anus. anus. Yeah. Right. Anus. Mud did the anus. So right. that was right. plan A. Excuse me. <laughs> That's what Ainge said. Now, Chris Broussard was on this morning on, uh, was it FS1? Oh, uh, stop. Yep. Just stop. Don't, don't even say. Don't, everything he says is is absolutely mocking erroneous. Ainge. said it was plan J. He went through, his, he went well, through plans okay, A through D. Chris Broussard is the most incompetent reporter in basketball history. Just stop. Wow. wow. Stop. Get Chris oh, Let's get Broussard on. By the way, when they announced the biggest losers on awful announcing on, on the Kawhi Leonard, he was number one. Everything he said was wrong. He had LeBron. When LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami, he said he was going to Chicago. He is a uh, – oh, he's a joke. I think they were all wrong, wrong on Kawhi. Well, uh, Wojnarowski wasn't. 
Well, Woj didn't. I don't think he. I don't think hey, Woj you know had a story hey, out there before well, him. But here's the about thing: him going there, it's Woj Polish just power. It's was... Polish power. Wiggy, you just give him to just do. Okay, you go, Woj. <laughs> Whose side ball. are you on, Price or Eck? More of Wiggy, James, and Hart coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. So talk to me a little bit about how, like you said, the evolution of, of since it happened, what it's been like for you. Well, I think it was difficult the first, because I was on that road trip. That was the first game of that road trip. So that was difficult, those 10 days on that road, you know, trying to not, you know, have it, you know, have anything to do with your broadcast. You know, I mean, you're only human, you know, and especially, you know, when he had to pitch. I think he pitched. Which was in Texas. Yeah, yeah, a couple times. He pitched in Tampa, too. Yeah, yeah so, and, and that, that didn't take anything away. I'm, you know, I'm just doing the games and then calling it like I see it. And sometimes people don't like the way you call it and see it. <laughs> I guess I don't know what to say. Oh, Brad Foe Brad show. Brad should have said, like, the same way you didn't like when people called it and seen it right. differently. Dick Raditz and Rico Petroselli. <laughs> right. There, there's definitely a generational divide oh, in all sure. of these. Right. There, there is. And, oh, that's and a good the point. old timers calling out the young right. guys. I also, somebody texted me this, and it's an interesting question. If Eckersley perceives this supposed meeting, this mm-hmm. apology session, whatever, does he perceive it as genuine or PR? Like, this guy ambushed me and put on a show on the plane. And, and, and Wiggy, don't forget, too, after this all happened, like, to the media, David Price was completely disingenuous right. about his, being remorseful towards what happened. Right. right. So right. if oh, hey, Eck hey. thinks it's a horse right. and pony show, you, you know, I mean, why not just say, well, no, but screw sometimes, you. Sometimes, you were a jerk. I know you were a jerk. I've moved on. You can move on, too. But I'm not going to waste my time with some fake apology. Well, it's, it depends. Sometimes people, you know, it takes them a minute to realize their wrongs, you know, and so maybe, maybe initially. Actually, Price didn't realize it, and as time grew, he's like, "Yeah, you know what? I was kind of, kind of a thing." Here's about the that. thing: I, like, and you, I'm, he should have realized it at the time. Yeah, that's why he attacked the guy. We, we, so time think, grew. But you know what? I think that that also plays into the generational thing and the environments that they come from. I don't, I don't know like, about you, that. You, when you I know, attack you, I'll know I'm attacking. You. Right, we, but, we, not, but not. But I might attack you, and you might feel attacked, but I might not feel like I was attacking you. Because it's just that I don't know just, when you say when you tell a guy like somebody tries to respond, you tell him move your ass on or something. You know you're being a jerk to that guy, and you know you're doing it in front of a large group. There was there was like a bully mentality to that. They so, had the broadcaster in front of the whole team in a enclosed environment, and they took advantage. They right. bullied him. Six one seven bullying. Part of yeah. the job. Man. Well, we'll get to that. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. Hey, coming up next segment. Uh, not now. Next segment. We're going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Sox and Yankees next Thursday. And a a parking pass for the Prudential Center Garage during Free Ticket Thursday. That's coming up next segment. Mike in a car. I'll get to my. All these people want to get in. 617-779-7937. Want to chime in on the price. Eckersley Saga, the sequel. Uh, Go ahead, Mike. Good morning, guys. See, I'm I'm with. I don't care about uh, about price and, and and and. And uh, Eckersley, but if I had to take a side, I'm on Price's side. I don't give a crap if an announcer who talks into a microphone gets bullied on a team plane when it has absolutely nothing to do with how the team performs. The fact that this story is still around and you have Chad Finn basically filleting David Price and and giving a so so quit to to to, to Darius Eckersley. Fans don't give a crap about this. Well, they it, actually Eckersley do, Mike. They no, actually do care. Eckersley has no impact on this team, Mark James. Yes, he does. He's part of every right. broadcast. He's yeah. part of the no, entertainment. Well, Mike's saying he's not part of the actual it's, outcome. No, he isn't, he but it's about no part of the entertainment the, package. Do you think fans give a crap yes. about who speaks into them? They don't. Well, they, they do. You're wrong. Do uh, you remember when Don Orsillo left and it was the talk yeah. of the season? Hey, hey Mike, Mike. Just, You're dead just, wrong. Mike. Uh, Mike, let me just say this. Um, 
There are two guys over the course of the last five years who left their positions, as Annie just mentioned, Don Orsillo, and unfortunately, Jerry Callahan. And I will tell you, no stories have gotten more clicks or more attention on TV. Yeah. So don't tell me people don't care, Mike, because they do care. Reading about something for interest doesn't have any impact on the team. It doesn't, but you're just, you, you just said people don't care, care, Mike. No people one do said, care. No one said it had an impact on the team. You said people don't care. People hate the Boston media. That's you not true. Try to make yourselves part of the story. No, we Talk don't. The freaking wins and losses. Chris and Sales we do it all the time. We do it no, all the time. Yeah, but this is a side you story. Do not have an, you do not have an impact on how this team performs. I get no that. one said we do. Oh, Mike, Mike. I, got I hate I, Mike. I, I, Mike. Mike. I just want to be no, clear. No, no. The things I no, hate, no, no. Mike is on the list. No, no. Hey, hey, listen. I, I, I love the, you know, like, the back and forth. It's just fine, but it's like Mike. No, there was no back and forth. It was just his opinion that he didn't want to waver on, no, and he's no, dead wrong. Nobody said anybody in, the, nobody in this room on this station said, what people say on the air affects the on the field or on the court product. Nobody said that, Mike. Who would but ever pe- say that? But right. people do A media care. circus. People well, do I, care. I, I, right. think, I think what what I don't know if they necessarily if care is the right word. I think they are in a they're interested. Line. Whatever they're semantics. Yeah, so. they're interested because that's what this is. By the way, it's competition. But I've said this a million. It's also entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it's right. people trying to be entertained. Right. Paul I think it's more the entertainment. He's up factor. next in a car. Hey, Paul. Bait City. Hey, good morning. How are you guys good. doing this morning? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. My uh, my take is a little calmer than your last gentleman who called. Uh, I'm old enough that I remember when ball players still work second jobs. So when you bring up uh, like Dick Raditz and Rico Petroselli, that was kind of the tail end of when there was still some humility and humbleness to the game. In my opinion, David Price is narcissistic, the personality disorder. And he can't keep his mouth shut. Dennis Eckersley, in my opinion, is a class act who did absolutely nothing wrong. All David Price had to do was say, you know something? I made a mistake. I, 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 need, I owe this. I owe an apology. And it's over. It's just so blown out of proportion. It's he tried crazy. to do it. Paul, Paul, he tried to do that, but Eckersley didn't want to show right. up. He probably invited cameras, too, to the meeting. Well, I mean, we don't Wanted know to make that. sure it was on tape. By the, the, the way, Wiggy, why, why should he show up? Well, well, Price, then, Price should seek him out. Yeah, ambush well, me with an know, apology how, like how, he ambushed me the first time. Right. My, but how do point. we know there has been nothing out there that says that Price didn't seek out Eckersley? He could find him. It's not right? hard to find. You oh, go to the they still ride on the same plane. Right, right. But he what he wanted to so do ambush him with an apology. He wanted right. to do oh, wait. He wanted to be in private with the apology, but he right. wanted to be public when so he ambushed. He said him. To, so he right. said to whoever, hey, listen, tell Eck I want to meet with him at the state at the field right. a couple hours before the game. I need some good PR, so I'm going to apologize. No, he, 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 I know I ambushed him, and I probably feel hey, like I should have ambushed him. Just I, meet with the guy, Andy. And the story's over. Andy, you would like this. I, I, you know, I know Chris Kirst, not a big fan. I got to read this. Andy, Andy will love this one sounds like uh, this from the text line not from me sounds like supposed to read in the text line it sounds like mike's wife left him for a radio media tv personality (laughs) it's very possible (laughs) he's got something against the media like it was just like mike i I mean like i get we don't have an impact on the games that matter we understand that but the media sucks don't say that people don't care because we're having this conversation two years after the fact that right. this incident happened because people are still interested in it. Well, it they, took yeah. off on Twitter. It, it took off on websites. It's taking off with the phone and calls. It's David, <laughs> and it's David Price, and people don't like David Correct. Price. Right. So anytime and people some, love Dennis Eckersley. Uh, right. And people, Which, by the way, there's reason to dis. I don't think Eckersley is the most humble whatever right. person so, that mean, ever walked no, the planet. There's no, like, anybody who goes, oh, he's a class act, he's this, he's that. Clearly, they didn't see him pitch. They right. didn't really know about him. Nobody's a, perfect. He's got his barbs. Like, I, by the way, we get, I will tell you, when Eckersley, a couple weeks ago, went after Marcus Stroman for, mm-hmm. for show, but I, I, I thought, I will tell you, and I love Eck personally and professionally. I thought that was extremely hypocritical because, right. like, you go back and you you saw him the thrusting of his hips and then like the, the pointing right. after he would strike someone out. Like, yeah, like Eckersley, Marcus Stroman is docile compared to what Eck used to be with Oakland, right? Which is actually good for baseball. That's a different topic for a different yeah, day. But yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. Good for baseball. All right, yeah. well, wait, let me add one more layer real quick because Wiggy poo pooed my thing of their, you know. Any threat of physical violence. Yes. But I want to read you part of yesterday's quotes from David Price. Mm-hmm. And you tell me if the, the idea of physicality isn't in this quote 
when he says, we're two men, we can meet, Yep, ain't nothing going to happen. They right there, there's happen. the implication that he's at least somebody's thinking not, not maybe something could happen. No, no, he's maybe prob- we could go to he's, blows. He's probably trying to put X mind at ease because like, he knows X has reason to fear no, for his no. life because he was ambushed on no, a plane. Because he knows X, an older, older gentleman, and he's probably like, "Hey, X, li- listen, ain't nothing gonna happen. Ain't, ain't gonna throw no blows. You ain't gonna worry about that." Why are you saying that if it's not a thought? What? What? Why is why well, is he saying that? If it's not trying, a thought. Because X so he's probably, thought of hitting him. Well, no, maybe X maybe? in his mind is like, "Oh my God, I'm scared." I get this guy who's you, you know, think Eck is scared of I don't David know. Price? Come I don't, on now, I mean, X what? How old is that? I don't care. Look at him; he's Price, a badass. Yeah, Price is a young man. All right, he all does right, wear I mouth will continue though, this Price. on the other side. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to we'll to get fight. to all your phone calls on the Eck. Uh, price, excuse me, yeah, the act price drama. I was about to put Wiggy in there, but Wiggy, no, you're just, you're siding with a price, but yeah. you're not part of the drama. One of the few. And we'll give you a We're chance. <laughs> we will give you a chance coming up next segment uh, to win a pair of tickets to see the Red Sox and Yankees next Thursday and a parking pass, which is huge goal these days, to uh, go see that in the Prudential Center garage during Free Ticket Thursday. That will all be coming up next right here on W. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, ninth caller right now to 617-931-0937 wins a pair of tickets at 617-931-0937. Listen to the number. You win a pair of tickets to see Red Sox-Yankees next Thursday, the 25th, and a parking pass for the Prudential Center Garage during free ticket Thursday. You can qualify for a $50 Red Sox Team Store gift card brought to you by all the fine folks at Town Fair Tire. For the best prices on tires, Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody, Wiggy. That's the ninth caller right now. 617-931-0937 to win tickets during free ticket Thursday. And folks, that is the uh that's Red Sox Yankees there. I mean, that's that's you know, that's not the uh quadruple A Orioles. That's a that's a really good series. So that's a really good game next Thursday. Let's see if uh, the Red Sox, who are one in six so far on the season mm-hmm. against the Bronx Bombers. So uh let's see if the Sox can turn that that's around. That's on the that's like the, the the Tampa series is before that, right? I believe so, yeah, yes. So that's the yes. that's yes. the stretch right there that that's everybody's the talking about. Buyer I, I think seller. right now Porcello and Castro are set to start the first two games of that oh. series, which doesn't oh, sound oh, great. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, against Murderer's Row. Woo-hoo. There you go. So, Wiggy, after uh, this Toronto series, the Red Sox have three against Baltimore. Right. And then you mentioned, so next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they're down in, in St. Pete, beautiful St. Pete, not far from Clearwater <laughs> Beach, uh, for three against the Rays. Then the Yankees come in for four. And then the Rays come in again after that for three. And then they go on the road to face the Yankees. So it goes... Raise Yankees, raise Yankees. Then we'll find out, but we'll know by basically August fourth. Don't we already know? We we do know. Yeah, we can. We, we know. know. It, it, it's sell, sell, sell. I, I, that's where I, I'm not. Pete Abraham agrees with you. Yeah, well, he wrote it today. He wrote that quote that Price is a member of a team that should get blown up at the trade deadline I'm if with, they don't start mm, playing better right away. Truer uh, words have never been written from Pete Abe's uh, pen. Or or computer. Yeah, he's I would right. Say typewriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah typewriter. Even, you know, well, keyboard. Two thousand nineteen. Typewriter. Yeah, Like when people would say "hot off the press," right. like uh, yeah. And now it's probably it's yeah. it's probably voice to text. So that's yeah. right. Hey, uh, John, let's go back to the phones. People want to chime in on the Price versus Eckersley drama. John and Gardner, you're up next. Hey, John. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you all doing? Good. Great. Good. Hey, Wiggy, by the way, what were the five words you wrote down with your crayon the other day? Uh, white Lightning and Black Panther. <laughs> Bingo. And I like the way you put the the cat the, uh, the top billing there. That's, yeah, that's right. Man. I put White Lightning first. And I got a quiz for you all three. I think you know this, but you guys know who Dick Raddatch used to do the radio show with, right? It was before my time. I never listened to it, but... Johnny Most. No, no, Larry Johnson, right? Craig and Larry. Yeah. Uh, and Mustard I think and Johnson. 
I think part of the time they might have had Eddie Andelman with them too, but I definitely the uh, Radish did a show. And was uh, that three. before Larry Johnson would would mispronounce Kawhi Leonard's first name? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a cheap shot. I wasn't shot. listening back then. I must be. Right, Kawhi Leonard. I don't think anybody in the NBA was named Kawhi back then. No. no. <laughs> Listen, I like Eckersley a lot. I don't like David Price. However. And I identify with that, by the way. He's like a few months older than me, and I had my last drink a few months before him. So I identify with him a lot. In price, I'm not real thrilled with. But I wish Jack took, you know, just declined to speak to uh, Chad Finn about it and said, hey, you know, that's in the past. Let's let it go. And, and now you've got Price feeding in on the other. And they built, they're both keeping it alive. So I'd say uh, they're both wrong. But you know what the bottom line with David Price to me is? Kind of reminds me of Kurt Schilling, who, by the way, he was co-hosting one time, and he had a very, we had a very pleasant conversation. The boys were good enough to put me on with them. And my thing to him was like, why do you have to weigh in on everything? Sometimes it's just best to not weigh in. Not, the world doesn't need to hear your opinion about every little thing. Now, in the price thing here, it's more, it's in his backyard. It's about him, so I can see him weighing in on it. But by the same token, I wish he was smart enough to say, you know, I'm not going to win this. Why don't I just decline and move on? You know what I mean? And, and guys making $31 million a year, I can't identify with that. I also can't identify with people interrupting your dinner and being a pain in the neck because you're famous. You know, Elvis had to rent the whole movie theater to go to the movies because he was such a big star. So I can't identify with that. But we just want, I want our athletes out that are out there to just try to identify a little bit with the little guy that's out there that's a fan that just wants to enjoy the ball game. And yes, get into talk radio or whatever you have, but he just doesn't seem to have that ability to see the other side. Oh of no, him, he know? doesn't. Well, there's, there's price no is cut bit. from a different cloth. Yeah. But right. I, I, I think when you you look at it, it is about if Eck just goes. You know what? Like because he knows this situation could potentially get ugly, right? It's not like they asked him about you know his teammate take uh, taking his wife or something like that. He knows dealing with price. Is being very sensitive, he knows if I say something, there's a chance that this thing could get ugly and it could rear its ugly head again. Let me just say to Chad, you know what? Hey, that's in the past. I'm not really talking about that. But that's not on. how X made. Right. X made it. Oh, so X. then you got to X okay. got to take some of the blame. All right, fair enough. Steve in a truck. You're up next. What's up, Steve? Hey, guys. Good hey, morning. Steve. Morning. Hello. Hey, Hello. guys. How you doing today? What's up? Hey, Rick. How are you? What's going on? Your former coach from uh, East Boston Youth Hockey. How's everything going? I'm good. Listen, I gotta, I gotta understand something here. I really usually side in with you on everything, Blake, but I, this is going above and beyond. What this David Price? He's sensitive. He's making thirty-one million a year. You're sensitive. Get the hell out of Boston. You knew what it was before you came here. That's a bunch of crap. He was in. He was the one that initiated this first. And as far as echoes, I listened to that whole conversation with Dick Laddis. Petroselli that day, and what happened was Raddatz said that he didn't deserve the MVP that year for being the closer. And that's when Ed called up and said to him, you're an old bastard. He goes, how can you talk like that? Because you used to come in in the fourth and fifth inning and pitch to the end of the game. It's a different situation now. Pitchers are different. You never had pitch counts in the 60s and 70s. I was around that when Yaz played and Pinigliaro and all that. They didn't have pitch counts. The guy pitched, he pitched for nine innings while the reliever came in when he was pitching like, you know, terrible over 15, and he closed out the game from there. This is all different now, and, and you should know that, uh, David Price. He's he's too sensitive. You know, he's got, you got to have a little thicker skin around here. You I do. His, his yeah, but not, not, but not and everybody, but... For him but, to, wait a minute, one, one, one second. For him to chastise a guy like Eckersley, number one, is in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to tell you something. David Price will never be in the Hall of Fame, and he can't carry Eckersley's job. And if Eckersley was 20 years younger, he'd have punched his lights out. And you know what? I think he can still do it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve, I wouldn't bet against Eck right nope. now. I can tell you that much. But see, I, I think that the, it's different, though, right? Because it, it, the game has changed. I mean, we can't, like, you can't have the approach, like, because I'm a fan of a certain era, you know, I'm a fan of, like, you know, mid eighties, late eighties, early nineties basketball. I it's you got to understand that the game has changed, right? So if you're somebody and you're like doing a broadcast in Eckersley's uh, situation, he's got to understand that the game has changed. The same way I understand the game has changed in football, and I'm not that far removed from it. But it's changed in how you view it and how maybe you give your opinion on it. You got to understand it's completely different than when 
You played. And doesn't David Price have to understand what your former hockey coach just said? He came to Boston. He chose to come to Boston. Right, but I don't he think took anybody the money. really knows, though. He like, took the money. I don't think anybody... Like, you don't think he ever heard... Right, but I don't know how... John how, Lackey. John how, Lackey. You how, don't think there's ever players talking about... Yeah, I think players man, talk man. about... When you go in the clubhouse, there's like 40 dudes standing around right, just I waiting think, for you to say I, something stupid. I think they players talk like that, but you don't go in there thinking about... You know, when you when you sign that contract, you're like, all right, I'm getting a ton of money. You don't yep. go in there thinking like, you know what? What about those 40 dudes? What are they going to write? That's something that you don't... They, they, well, you should. You don't have in your mind. You're but, an adult. That's a big decision. You weigh the pros and cons. You can yeah. go play in Tampa, and nobody will really pay nobody. attention. Nobody will care. You'll coll- it might not be it, thirty it million you're collecting. It, it is, you might only collect twenty five. It, it is differently. It well, they is, don't pay down is, in there. It is that different much. to, to the play race. out here. I will. I will give. But you he took it. He it, chose it. And, right. and, and, and Wiggy, it's sorry. It's it's the whole. It's all encompassing. It's part of the package right. that you and get so, when you come here. So you got. So you. I think you understand that. And then how you respond to that. Well, and he hasn't responded well. No, no, no. Whine and bitch and tweet and well, that that's his response. Ambush some old coot on a plane. That that's his response. Uh, The same way, like you said, you got to understand how it is. You got to understand how what his response might be. All right, let's grab Dave and Stoughton. What's up, Dave? Hi, I just want to know. You know, I can't understand how players, you know, today are such divas because, you know, you're making so much money. Ridiculous amount of money. You have to be a professional, and when a broadcaster says something negative about you, you just gotta move them on and do a better job and shut up. Now, Wiggy, this is directed at you. Mm-hmm. When you were playing ball, was there that many divas playing? When you played ball like there is today, there was plenty of divas when I played, and there were plenty of divas well before I played. Right. So I mean, like there have been guys like this, or you know. You think about Michael Irvin. He was before me. I bet he was a big diva. Uh, Lawrence Taylor, same way. I mean, so, like, the whole thing, like, this is new. It, these guys, it, it's been like this for generations. But that was just trying to do his job. If you're having a crappy game, what is he supposed to go? Oh, well, he's having a crappy game. No, no, you could be critical. You could be critical he about players. criticism. Yeah, I think it, I, I don't have a problem with Eck being critical about players or giving his price his, does clearly right, but that's you got That's the like you said. You have to realize that every player is going to handle it differently. So there might be backlash to you being critical about a certain player. Right, but which one is is okay? Which more? I mean, if obviously he, he doesn't like my act. Right, but it, <laughs> see, that's where I think even Eck does himself a disservice. I don't, I don't think it's an act. Eck tells you what he thinks. He does. Right. If he thinks something's yuck, he says yuck. He's brutally honest, man. Which is, right. There's nothing wrong with why that. He's I good. Have, I don't have a problem with if that. If you're going to be measured, what when people hear somebody on the radio mm-hmm. or on TV, an ex-athlete who's measured, they always say, oh, he wants to get back in the game. Oh, he doesn't want to piss off his friends. Or, oh, that guy wants to manage someday, right. so that's why he's not saying well, that anything. Well, was, that was one of the reasons why they just had a report. I don't know how true it is that Peyton Manning didn't want to do Monday Night Football. Right. He didn't want to be critical of his brother and other people. Chris Sales. And I, Chris you know Sale. what? There's also a part of me that believes that I don't think Peyton Manning wanted right, but I'm just, wanted the criticism that Jason Witten got. Right. Now, now I, think, I, think Man, I think Manning would have been good, but I, I don't think he wanted, like, Jason Witten was, it was right, terrible. It that, was awful. That becomes part of it. I mean, I, right. know, I know better, you know, than anybody else. I mean, I almost got into a fight with one of my former teammates because I said something that he didn't agree with. Do I know this story? Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, mean, I, thought, I, I, I thought it was a Patriot. No, no, no. no. So, so I understand. And now Steve Smith probably deals with it the same way because he's now in the media as well. And he's very critical. Oh, of, well, do you of see what he said about Josh Rosen? Yeah. He yeah. went off on draft night on Josh Rosen. So, so like, you know, you yeah. got to learn in this business that you, you're going to be critical. But here, but here's and the you th- might run into but those here, people. Here's the thing. You and I just got to say this because you put David Price in the same breath as Lawrence Taylor and Michael. Ir- no, He's I didn't put him in the same the, breath. Could've... I just said there were. He asked me where the divas. Oh yeah, wanna... there were divas. Yeah, so sure. I mean, those there's guys... always been divas. Right. Yeah, so but even think thing. back to like Dion, you know, prime time. But go back further than that, like cliche, you know, captain of the football team in the 1950s wearing his letter jacket. He was that generation's diva, thinking right. he owns the school and right. he can leave what he wants, do what he wants, and right. nobody should question him. Just because right? they work second jobs didn't. 
mean? They didn't right, still, they feel still like, divas. They didn't still feel like they were entitled because they I, I played just, a professional sport. I, I just like let me ask you this: like, what would you say if if you and David Price were having a couple beers together and no one was there? Mm-hmm. You were born and raised here, Wiggy. You won a Super Bowl, the first one with Tom Brady and the Patriots. What would you say to him? Like, hey, David, you need to do this. You need not to do that. What would you say to him? Just to say, like, I would be like, listen, dude. I'd be like, listen. I know there's some morons around here, and they're gonna get on your nerves. They're gonna say some dumbish. But you know what? Don't don't take it personal. I know I know you're from a different cut, but listen, don't take it personal. But hey, if it does bother you and that they do come out of their neck sideways at you, fire back. Really? Okay. Why would you have to call them morons? Well, because there are morons. There are some. Yeah, so I said that. Is Eckers Eckers a moron? I said there are some morons. Are we morons right now? We're well, talking about sports. Are we all morons? <laughs> well, no, no, Eckersley's not morons. a moron. I didn't. I said okay. there are some morons that okay. might be. Maybe X not in that category. I'm not saying X a moron. But at times, Mark James, you could be a moron. Well, I know that. <laughs> right, so there are some more. But, no, but, 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 I mean, this is between, this is not me versus Dave no, Price. This is Zach versus But Dave you Price. asked me what I would say to him. Right. I would say, okay. yeah, there are some morons in the media <laughs> that you're going to have to deal so, with. Generally, players, when you were in the locker room, the yes. people that came in as reporters, yeah. was there a presumption that they were all morons? Yes. Every <laughs> single one that stepped in that locker room. I appreciate would be that. Like, everyone that stepped in that locker room, oh, not these losers again. <laughs> really? Hey, I was is Mike be- Reese a moron? Uh, everybody had stepped yeah, in the I locker knew it room. would be... Ex- oh, oh! Every- everybody is sticking by it. Everybody stepped in the that. locker room. But we, we can usually do you, doubles why do you down. Think, why do you think there were so many players that when you're in the locker room, there was always, you know, probably more than half that somehow made that... They put the players' lounge separate from the locker room so you could kind of finagle... Or they would always be hanging in the training room. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. talk about that. Because they don't want to, you know, that's kind of the way players look at people in the media. Like, yeah, I, yeah we're, and then we're they par- join the media afterwards. Right, yeah, become a moron. Do you feel like you filled up the bucket? <laughs> we're parasites. <laughs> and uh, they become morons afterwards. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, the percentage. Uh, we talked yesterday to Mike Florio about his sources that it was 40%. Well, guess what? That thing went up substantially because there's another source who went on record on a show talking about the Gronk unretirement mm-hmm. thing. We'll get into that and some other football stuff. I got him at stuff. 94%. Well, you're low now. Yeah, you're low. Yeah, you well, only went down because well, Mike Florio said, said that 95, 95 is still low. Somebody is playing the game and they're one-upping you. Oh, wow. So, somebody's away one-upping you. We'll like get to that. that next right here on WEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.